This is the Wizards Nightshirt Podcast, and it's episode number 40. Welcome to the Wizards Nightshirt. This is episode number 40. I'm Will, and here with me are Scott. Hi. And Rebecca. Hello. At the Wizards Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing She-Ra, Season 1, Episode 43. Welcome back, Cowl. The air date for this episode was November 5th, 1985. That's Rebecca's birthday. That was my birthday. I turned four that day. You may have seen this. May probably did and not. And remembered it clearly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It stuck with me. In this episode, Cowl is suspected of being a spy. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After Imp. Man, that happened. Frames May, him. He framed him. For, for collusion, collusion. Is a word you used when you were four. <laughs> I knew the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the horde. With the horde. Yeah, okay. So okay. Good. Saying. Yeah. Oh, so you knew it. on my birthday. Okay. Okay. Um. I mean, did you appreciate this when you were four for the no, same reasons that I chose it? I did not. I like I said, I don't. I didn't get to watch She-Ra when I was four because it was because of the weird schedule. So did you when you chose? Do you think it was like Welcome Back, Cotter? <laughs> Your <laughs> oh, favorite show. We've already seen like there's some teaching going on there. I think Cal would be a great professor. He would be. I think that would work great. Yeah, he'd be kind of <laughs> snarky, but yeah, he might be. He'd be pretty good. Yeah, he used he used to teach in the Whispering Woods, but he went to Bright Moon for a while, and now he's come back home, and he's gonna tell them about algebra and magic artifacts and such. And algebra. <laughs> Why? Well, you gotta have. You can't have all fluff curriculum. I, I picture him being like a literature professor. Like he'd be really into. I don't know, Melville, or whatever the Ethereum version of Melville is. I don't know who that would be. Sonnets from Bo. Oh, no. <laughs> Do not teach those. You're like, and these are, this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get a handle on his voice, but you know what I'm saying. What maudlin tripe. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. They're not good. Well, I did uh, want to pick this one because... We always like the stuff that has a lot to do with like fantasy themes and and the rebellion. And I just love the idea of of a turncoat. And also, it seems like such a weird idea. And of all the people for them to suspect it being a cowl who just looks like um, trapper keeper, glitzy, make everybody coo over him. Um, yeah, on paper, this is a really dark mm-hmm. idea for an episode, actually. And I mean, we'll get to it later, uh, but. You know, not to undercut the drama of building up to the moment in our show, but um, it was actually less interesting because I I feel that they didn't actually um, go with that as as much as they could have. They didn't lean into it as much. I like when She-Ra gets dark because I am dark. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, it was a a funny premise. Interesting premise, I guess I should say. Yeah, I like a lot of these. I, I think they have um, some good ideas, but it gets played out kind of weird because they have trouble balancing or feel like they are compelled to add the cutesiness. So, I, you know, if you feel like some moments aren't earned, and I'm thinking specifically about um, 
some of the uh, friendships and uh, accusers. Um, and I, and that, <laughs> I'm still not convinced of the solidity of those friendships at the end. Yeah, and, it was kind of it's kind of weird how quickly they turned. Oh and, yeah, they were those twiggets are vicious. <laughs> they're, they're simple minded. People. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're easily persuaded. Burn him! <laughs> yeah. Burn him! He's a witch. <laughs> well, he was the only one unaccounted for last night. Like we weren't even we weren't even going there. Like, uh, I saw these idiots get impressed. Very my, I am a witch. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I saw these morons get impressed over, like, a castle made out of junk bottles a few episodes ago. So, I mean, like, I guess that's true. But still. Come on, guys. Did this resonate with anybody at all because you had been falsely accused of something or framed? Or were you a nasty man and accused somebody else of something in the past? Can you think of this happening in your life? In my life, it did. When I was a stock boy at a at a gro- at a grocery <laughs> no. store, sounds like high stakes. I'm excited. There was there was a night manager, mm-hmm. and uh, he had uh, I I so I I was good at doing bulk paper, mm-hmm. and we had like a bulk paper wall. So basically, that's that was my job, and like. He, I, I don't know if I didn't work or something. I came in like the next morning and he came in and started accusing me of like uh, not doing something or doing this and that. And he was like yelling at me. At, and like the store owner came in or the store manager came in. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, he didn't do that. Like, why are you yelling at him? Like, I don't know. It was just, it was a weird, but he had like totally like just blame me and everything else well it's weird anytime another human speaks to you like that like it's just it's it's, it's, it's since you're out of middle school well, that yeah, should not be I, happening i didn't know what to oh, yeah. do like i was like, i didn't want to i mean he was he was technically he was i mean he was a manager mm-hmm. you know and i'm like i was arguing and saying i'm not arguing but i was saying like no that wasn't me or i didn't do that or like you know whatever and he was just he wouldn't let it go. It's weird when people um, get dramatic um, based on an assumption. It's weird nobody would ask any questions before doing that. Yeah, and he just he just was just took blame because he treated me like everyone else or, or like a uh, a bum. Yeah, a bum, <laughs> stupid kid worker. Right. Yeah. I wonder what he had going on in his life that made him go off the rails. Yeah. There's yeah. a, there's a whole story there. We'll I wasn't never know. worried about him. <laughs> <laughs> Too little, much. Little Scott didn't care. No, no. I had my own problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like people accusing you of being a bad worker when you go to work. Yeah. Terrible. I kind of was on the other side of that on accident when I was uh, about four or so. When I was in preschool, I didn't frame anybody for anything, but I like to make up stories. And I probably was watching some cartoon or something. And I came home from my preschool and I was telling my parents that our teachers were uh, chaining us against the wall and hitting us with shovels. Oh. And, um, <laughs> which is, which is pretty which specific. They and, definitely were and, doing. That yeah. was so specific. What cartoons were you watching I, that you learned? I this don't from? know. I don't know. I feel like I've just born with a VHS of RoboCop in my hand. I don't oh, know. Okay, all right. And so <laughs> well, I love that the teachers had shovels too. Like, 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 eventually they were probably just just gonna bury you when they when they were done. I, I think guess. I think you watch cartoons. A lot of people get captured, and then you know there's always a lot of yard work happening in my house. So I think I just saw shovels all the time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know we like pack dirt and stuff. I guess maybe that's. Or what like I'm in the sandbox. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> like that. Back, like, yeah. Sandbox but anyway, shovels. anyway, my parents called because I said something weird, and they're like, "No, he just." <laughs> well, to be fair, 
are they going to say yes to that? <laughs> like, yeah. like, no, blast. we didn't do that. <laughs> the kids are on to us. <laughs> They're telling their parents, what are we going to do, Jan? <laughs> <laughs> well, stop beating them with shovels. It's like, no, this is part of our curriculum. Well, I got them back at the uh, Christmas concert because I sang a verse ahead of all the other kids and ruined the show. So I showed them. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Uh, that'll, that'll, show, that'll show them for beating you with shovels. How dare they? Everyone with their video recorders back then <laughs> were very upset. A star was born. <laughs> See, and I had the opposite thing happen to me because, do you remember in, um, I guess this is really particularly true in the first couple of Fable games where you could win over the dispositions of the villagers so much so that you could d- get away with like a couple of terrible things. Uh-huh. And even though they technically hated the things, they still loved you. So it was like, okay. And they would still like clap for you. One time in third grade, I, I'm sure, like, I'm sure he deserved it. And I don't even remember what it was. Like he was not my friend at the time, but he would later be my good friend all throughout school. Glenn, who actually passed away last year. Um, he, uh, was being like a real turd, like he was like in third grade, like most people are. And, um, I remember just shoving him down on the playground cause he had done something terrible and he like hurt himself. He like, <laughs> like skinned his knee and he went running to the teacher. Like Rebecca pushed me down. And she was just like, get out of here. Like, no, no, she didn't. No, she didn't. It was like, I didn't even have to deny it myself because the teacher was just like, I don't know. You earned enough credibility to be a, I had. She, she, she was like, she's like, get out of here, Glenn. Get out of here, Glenn, with your tattletales stuff. Rebecca would never do that. You earned yourself some evil. I you did. Didn't ha- you didn't have to grow horns. You could I, get away with exactly. it. Exactly. I, I kept my halo. Interesting. You I can, kept you, like, you, yeah, you're that good for that long and you can do a couple of evil things. You get a few dirt bags. Yeah. And that's something I'm going to keep in my heart for, Interesting. you know, the future. Um, in the present. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're like, I've done 10 nice things. Now exactly. I can do one evil thing. Yeah. And, it, and it's fine. Everybody love it. No clap still. and I'm easily distracted on robot patrol. All right, well, speaking of balance, at the beginning we have uh, an idyllic pastoral scene with Cowl laying out in some flower petals and stuff, but then a big evil robot comes stomping in and it looks like Ed 209 from Robocop, because we'll mention Robocop as much as we can, (laughs) and it has lots of mean claws and everything and a horde and imp and tongue are in the cockpit and i like how they have the go-to funny guys with hordak that usually makes me feel pretty good about the start of an episode yeah and apparently they're just uh chasing cowl for sport with <laughs> with this contraption well they know who he is right they do know they did know who he i is. thought yeah. that was funny too that By he's name. he's a known entity to them he's yeah. not just a hanger on of of the other other guys <laughs> no not another one and then he yeah so there's a couple of them right there's like three or four of them mm-hmm. and then uh they get all tangled up because kyle's trying to get away and their arms and they uh, three of them collapse over and then you see imp and hordak and uh tongue Lash- tongue lasher get out and they're talking about all their plans i wanted to get him I really did, that clumsy old bird. Yeah, they want to um, they want to try their new machine out on the uh, nearby village. 
Yeah, and then we see uh, Imp refers to Cal as a dust mop, which yeah, I thought was, a, was a really good insult, <laughs> especially for what's basically a little boy child. But I guess in the Horde, you learn about cleaning. Like, Hordex always with the vacuum cleaner, you know, with his arm. And uh, I guess, you know, if you're Imp, he probably has been a dust mop himself several times, so he knows when he, when he sees one. You know, like I'm thinking of like those those rainbow colored dusters, like old timey ones that don't actually dust anything. Mm-hmm. They don't remove any dust, but they move the dust around. So you think you like dust you only it. see like a local theater production with a maid. Yeah, yeah. Nobody <laughs> dusts. Nobody really actually dusts like that, or that you shouldn't. So the only really uh, no- you're living in a fantasy world, people. That's not dusting anything. That is better than running down a scrawny, fine dust mop. Did you know that dust is made up mostly of dead skin? And dust mites. Enjoy little, that, everyone. Little, little bugs. Enjoy that, children. That eat it. <laughs> oh, and then did you know that dust mites can't live in, like, less than 50% humidity? So dehumidify your home if you don't want dust mites. But if you have dust mites and you want to kill dust mites, then in the wintertime when it's super cold, you can put your, like, blanket in the car overnight, and it will freeze them, and they will die. And then they won't be there anymore. You can also do that in your chest freezer. Hey, hey why are you telling everybody about this? <laughs> why are the dust mites like mafiosi? <laughs> so it's just the voice I know. We watched The Sopranos a lot recently. <laughs> I, love, I love The Sopranos. <laughs> that theme song comes on, you're like in a good mood right there. It's a good song. Anyway, sorry. So the Rebecca's tips. Yes, this has been. Weird tips for your life. So the only real noteworthy thing that happens here really is the the event that sets everything off is uh, Cowell dumps Imp in some um, gross muck fruit or something. Which They're gets... called goosh fruits, although they look like big persimmons slash tomatoes. Okay, and that makes Imp annoyed and, and, and starts the whole trouble. He must have heard our plans. Go to the village. Make sure that Cowell doesn't foul up our test. Right, Chief. So anyway, uh, Cowell goes and, and reports back to the village that um, the Horde is coming. Does Cowell summon like Adora and all of them to the village, or were they already just kind of there? I think they were just hanging out. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just, just kind there. of a coincidence. Yeah. Okay. So they have their little rebel meeting at the old mill. Which is a great place for a meeting, slash very boring place. Man, if there's one thing that kids love besides or, which happens a lot in He-Man, actually in She-Ra too, it's uh, milling. It's the grinding of grains. That's really important. Really important stuff happening at this mill. Everybody inside. I need a place to hide. I know. Uh, Imp has tagged along, and he uh, disguises himself as a ladder rung so he can spy on the meeting. Yeah, I feel like he could have picked a better, a better disguise. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was like right at the end, a moment's thought, but still, he was yeah, he was not evenly spaced like yeah. the other rungs, uh-huh. and he was a different color. Yeah, he was blue. Plus, he had eyeballs. Yes, <laughs> I, I feel like you you only see that as an audience and not as the actually he actually looked like wood. Like if you're present. Yeah, he needed he needed some wood grain. He needs to practice. Yeah. (laughs) He got lazy. 
Um, so the you know the Rebels' plan's not going well if it involves the uh, Twiggets and Madame Raz. Their plan is basically when the robots come, Madame Raz will turn the ground into glue, and then Sprocker and Sprag will sound the alarm if they get through. Yeah, not a lot of confidence in this plan, I've got to say. There's a lot of room for error. She's going to solidify him, though, once she gets him in the glue, right? Yeah, but she's involved at all is the problem. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay, yeah. You know that won't work. So while they leave, Cowell stays behind because I guess he was out all night or something, and he's going to sleep in the old mill. And then Imp Imp makes a plan to uh, make him look bad to the rebels by putting uh, hoard money where uh, where he was sleeping. Yeah, the, which is very devious for Imp. Like th- they've had a very like boy fight back and forth kind of like they could be friends and they should be friends and probably in another dimension they are friends and they just get mad at each other when they spend the night at each other's house. And then, like, Cal's mom has to call Imp's mom and be like, he says he wants to come home. Are you sure? Like, now, don't you want to stay? It'll be fun. You guys can make up. And then they do. (laughs) 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 That's what the relationship is like or should be like. And so I I found that the uh, choice of uh, framing, like, that, that particular plan was a little... It was a little evil. It was a pretty, it was a pretty good one. Like he needs a promotion. That was yeah, well thought out. Yeah, it was very out. sophisticated. Yeah, I, I don't think he's a boy. I think it's just what he is. He's just, <laughs> he's just small for. He's just small. Yeah. He's like he's a little kid. It's hard to tell by their outfits too, because everybody wears singlets. It's it's kind of hard. It is that, yeah, and that is unfortunate. See, and you're calling them singlets. I guess that's more accurate. Um, you can call them body suits. Body suits, right? <laughs> So uh, Kyle's there, and then uh, Madame Raz appears kind of just as her head, right? And she's, like, trying to get him to go with her so she can talk to him about mm-hmm. something. Yeah, I was confused for a second because I thought that, like, uh, Imp had created the illusion of Madame Raz's head to get Cowl out of the yeah, room. Yeah, me too. But that did not actually happen. It really was Madame Raz's head um, appearing to Cowl in the night, which is not creepy at all. Yeah, I don't know. Why, I don't know why she just didn't show up and be like, "Hey, come with me" or something. Right, or like, like tap him on the shoulder like a normal person. Yeah, and she can get her spells together for something crazy like this, but not, not for normal circumstances. So she wanted to talk to him because she's telling him that she's thinking about going away because she knows she's terrible at magic. And I, I gotta say, this uh, this uh, self awareness for Madame Rass, very welcome, very welcome. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just but, saying. But he he says it's all right. You're you're, you're still okay. <laughs> now, I, in your guys' life, did you did you ever deal with that? Like a, you're like annoying friend or like coworker or something. You're like, no, it's all right. Like you're still doing okay. I think we have <laughs> all dealt with that. Yeah, okay. Except like the, there really is something about the act of somebody acknowledging how terrible they are that makes it better. Like I, they're just if they're self aware. Because it means they could improve. Well, yeah, I guess it means that they're 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 considerate of it. It's like, yeah, I know I'm terrible. It's like, oh. And if they okay? don't, it means there's no hope for your enterprise. That really does buy you a lot of goodwill. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if, if there's a funny example, because all of mine are like tragic and true, and like I just, just horribly embarrassing if you think about like the time somebody said that to you, and you're like, it's okay, <sighs> when it wasn't. <laughs> but you know, we've all we've all had that moment, I, I, I'm pretty sure. The Madame Raz moment? The Madame Raz self-awareness moment. Oh, shucks, you're all right, Madame Raz. 
Although, did you notice that Broom was getting pretty testy with her? Like, uh, when, uh, he was trying to tell her the correct word for the spell? Dearie Maria, let me see. Nizzle, nazzle, nizzle. Nizzle, madam, it's nizzle. He all but called her dumb. It's nizzle, nazzle, not yeah, nazzle, he, nizzle. He got, he got a little heated. And I thought it was funny that... Cowell, the way he tried to make her feel better, he didn't say, no, you're great. He pretty much said, yeah, you're pretty useless at magic, but we like you. And so that, that should make <laughs> you feel better. That wouldn't have made me feel better. No, because that's her one thing. <laughs> yeah. That's her one thing that she does. It's not like she like... It should make her, it would make her self-conscious and embarrassed to try to do magic in the future because she knows like they all think she's terrible at it and they just like keep her around said, because they like her. You could have said you're good at food magic, but not other magic. <laughs> <laughs> not combat magic. Yeah, yeah. Don't do combat magic because you'll just hurt somebody. I mean, couldn't they give her practical advice? Like maybe you just need an apprenticeship. Like maybe Castaspella can teach you some stuff. Yeah. Or like maybe. Maybe, maybe you need a castle to pull your power from. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you need a notepad in which you can write down the, the words of spells and you <laughs> yeah. can refer to them at later times. Yeah, just read. Or try like to remember them. Or get a tattoo them. on your hand when, uh, <laughs> when the important spell Yeah, just a, just a really nasty, gnarly spell she can just use a lot. Just yeah. like just lightning bolts. Just put lightning bolts on your hand, that's yeah. all. Yeah, there you go. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're already better friends. That. Yeah. <laughs> Is that really what people want when they want to be reassured? It's like they like I, I need some practical magic advice. Thanks, Will. Yeah. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. If you're if you're dealing with magic, that's serious stuff. You can't be clowning around. You suffocate people with pancakes and stuff. Well, Madame Raz has definitely done that. <laughs> <laughs> but no one went hungry for a week. Well, all I gotta say is Orko would never bail on his responsibilities like this. Sir Orko. Sir Orko would never, never do that. He's he's not a not a knight errant. He he is loyal to his king. Oh my lord! So the next morning, uh, Adora and Bo get ambushed by tanks, and they take Madame Raz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A tongue tongue actually comes out like a rocket pack and ties her up with his old gross tongue. That was that was That's just a some pretty long tongue. That was some just cartoon craziness that I really appreciated. <laughs> And then I said, Shadow Weaver does great magic. Oh, right. She does like a spell to like get the sh- tank ship transport to, to disappear. I yeah. know what you're talking Cause, about. Because uh, 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 She-Ra's tackling the transport with her. She like grabs the leg of it, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw her do the old um, Star Wars Hoth thing where she wrapped the cord around the legs and, did she and everything. Grab it? Oh, she yeah, did I that guess, one I guess of she them, did. yeah. yeah okay. I know what you're talking about with the Shadow Weaver spell. I think the thing that made it look so cool was they added a new animation of her uh, sort of doing the twirly arms yeah, like, twirly like arms. mustering some magic like the doctor strange or something like that it was really cool i, I did you guys notice that but just just like the just like the little touches like the animation of when imp got hit with that like whatever ugly fruit or whatever it was like him just like being like blah, you know like with the whole thing. I don't know. It just was, it was better than... It makes you wonder, like, why try now? Or why try on this one and not yeah, for yeah. other things? Well, on, like, a stupid little animation like that. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's, a, it's a little things, you know, but, I mean... Maybe yeah. they had maybe they had time. They didn't have to do any um, background layouts or something. I don't know. Or maybe they just thought, hey, we're going to use this six more times, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Every episode's going to have goosh yeah. food in it. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe if they know they can use it a lot. Like, they knew, like, well, she doesn't have the uh, punching the camera animation. We'll just work real hard on that because we can use that a lot. Yeah, that's. I mean, Shadow Weaver one spinning the spinning the smoke around. You I mean, know they could use that a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's a good point. So explain to me how we go from this 
to Adora automatically calling a meeting to suggest that there's a spy in the rebellion. I totally missed how she made that connection. I guess I did too. And I guess it was just simply the fact that the uh, horde tanks were seemed to be laying in wait for them. Okay. Yeah, yeah so they okay. jumped them. I see. And I suppose they just quickly came to the conclusion that there was no possible way that anyone besides the small faction of rebellion people should have or could have known about that, I suppose. But yeah, no, they, they kind of glossed over that. Well, this was one of the scenes that really uh, uh, captured my interest in a way the, the whole beginning of the episode didn't because the things start getting nasty real quick and, and they get kind of weird real quick here. Um Sprague and Broom out of the gate are just nasty, nasty, and start uh, accusing accusing p- people of stuff. Uh, well, uh, not the entire night. You weren't here when we came back. Oh yeah, well we we already know that Broom is a turncoat. We already know that. <laughs> was already said that Broom would be the mob informant. Yeah, takes one to know one. He's probably yeah. like, they're on to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about no rebels. You! You're responsible for matters being taken by, by, by those monsters! Yeah, no, so, so Broom, yeah, no loyalty there. Broom ain't he loyal. Like, he has, like, Pitchfork as a cousin and stuff like that, like, <laughs> or Torch. Like, and they can all just start their own, uh... Yeah, when Broom gets really worked up, he just, like, his bottom catches on fire, and then he's a Torch, and then that's a whole, that's a whole thing. And we never really saw anything about Sprague before, but now we know Sprague's a, a jerk, too. Well, yeah. They're simple-minded people. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, that's your go-to excuse for them. <laughs> like, but they're idiots. Uh, and so, so their point is that um, Cavill uh, left for a little bit overnight, so it must have been him. And then the obvious question here is, Cavill, is this dumb <laughs> secret really worth it right i mean madame raz would understand uh if you told them that you weren't a spy oh right that's true because madame raz asked him not to reveal that they were talking Mm -hmm. the night before i don't understand what just be like i went out with madame raz to go pick berries or something i don't know yeah you could you could say something else besides say (laughs) say she wants to leave the rebellion madame raz and i are many options any kind of excuse (laughs) yes she had. We had a tryst by the lake. You, it was weird. You didn't want to. <laughs> we had to moisturize yeah. her feet. Yeah, because then everybody would be like, "I don't hear anymore. I don't hear more. It's fine. We believe you. We believe you. We're good. It's totally we're good. fine. We're good." Uh, they, they, uh, the evidence is they find that hoard money that uh, imp plants on them, and then automatically, I'm also thinking like, where is Bo and all this? Is Bo not going to speak up for his friend? Like, no. he's not his friend. He's a, about? yeah. They yeah. hate each other. Bo's been waiting <laughs> yeah. for Cal to get it for like the whole series. Well, they're so, I mean, they're so tied to each other. I mean, I guess they're, you're arguing they're just codependent. Probably. Okay. Everyone in the rebellion is. No, I, I, I think he likes them all right, but he's not like. If he found hoard money on him, he's done. <laughs> Bo gets nasty real fast. And then he wrote a song about it. <laughs> oh. I don't like cow. <laughs> I'm not gonna say Razzle that. dazzle. <laughs> That's in all his songs. <laughs> Troubled times, you need a place where you fit in, where Hordak's troops won't bother you again. There's a place where you can go, where rebels run the town. Their loyal hearts will never let you down. 
We just got an anonymous tip that most school children are spies for the Horde. I know it, don't I know it's shocking. We're hearing that half the kindergarten is snake men, and dozens more are monsters from Beast Island, but in disguise. Sounds true to me. This is the real thing, people. Broom, Spratina, you've been chosen for your youthful appearance to infiltrate the Bright Moon school system, root out the Horde spies, and haul these dirtbags to justice. Now don't screw it up or Glimmer's gonna have a... Did you hear that? We've been chosen for our youthful appearance. <laughs> I know. I'm as old as the Whispering Woods, but I don't look a day over 300. And I know all the newest songs around the Maypole. We'll fit right in. Casserole, can you girls? Are you a teacher? My word, no! I'm a young schoolgirl just like you. Why, I just had a birthday party. My friend Bo shared some tall stories, and we all had a great time. Your friend told stories? Uh-huh. Like he just stood up in front of the room and said a bunch of stuff or whatever? He sure did. It was great. That's so weird. Like at my birthday party, my dad hired the Low Gully Jug Band. Oh, JJP down below! Woo! Hey, Betsy, you want to visit the orchard with me and Brian this weekend? And pick Bibbles all day? That sounds boring. <sighs> Did you see Bibbles? I once saw Imp turn into a Bibble. I wonder if Sally is a spy. What is that new girl talking about? Nothing, my dear. Just a skip rope rhyme. Anyway. Cut, cut. That is all wrong, Ben. What if we play like that at the Rebels Fair? Check your tuning. Say, you lads want some old butterscotch candy? I'm a dumb kid, and I can't get enough of this buttery flavor. You're weird. What's weird is how no one wants to pay taxes to the Horde. Am I right? Uh, but the Horde is bad. Sally, that better not be what I think it is. Hey, friend, can you keep a secret? I saw a recruiter yesterday on the old road, and he said... Shut up, little boy. I thought I heard something interesting. Sally, put up in bibbles. This is music class. Sally. Sally. Sally sounds like snake. Sally is a snake man. I've got to find Spratina before it's too late. 
for the horde. We have to get there before it's too late. You're right. Yo, Peach. Yes, what is it? Can I use the commode? Go on, but be quick. Teacher, may I be excused also? I left my book satchel in the shiffer robe. Well, I reckon you should go retrieve it. You listen to that. This place is lousy with Giggleberry. It's sad, Brew. Real sad. Hey, look. There's the spy now. You better come clean, Sally. The jig is up. Uh, who are you again? We're about to blow your mind, Sally. I may look like an electric guitar quarterback. And you may think I'm a cool older girl with cool sneakers, but we got news for you. We're, we're undercover, undercover police officers. Yeah, you're cops. I knew you guys were weird. And we knew that you were spying for the Horde. What? That's crazy. If that's so crazy, then why does your nose turn up in front like Hordak? And you got those pointy ears like Prince Zed. Oh my god, you are so rude. Hey. You weirdos, leave Sally alone. It's okay, it's just shenanigans. Yeah, we're on the level, Betsy. Just a couple of cool teenagers with young brains and adult-sized problems. Hey, think fast, Spritina. Huh. Ow, my beehive hairdo. Hey, Stickman, stop picking on Sally. Oh, my sciatica, I can't run. Spritina, I'm too old for this. We need to call for backup. But it's almost 4 p.m. and I'm ready for supper. We'll go out. We can use my discount. Okay, but make sure you ask for the receipt so I can write it down in my checkbook. Hey, maybe if I order the steak sandwich without the bread, I can get a steak for real cheap. Oh, and if we order more than we need, we can take half of it home. That's such a good idea. You got to keep a sharp mind. Jump Street, yeah. it's a place in bright blue, I think please don't think too hard about the lyrics of this song, so now you jump, 21, the theory at Jump Street, yeah. they play kids in high school, I think they are undercover, so don't talk about it much, so now you jump, 21, the theory at Jump Street, jump, 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 jump. this is Broom, and in that tree, it's fairly clear I have a complicated relationship with Madame Raz. Um, also, like, again, it was an interesting device. But would everyone believe that, like, Cal would be so mercenary as to, uh, like, like he has Horde money, so he's a spy, so he's being, being paid by the Horde. And it's like, what would Cal buy with money that he got from spying? Like, what does he buy that... <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe if they could have worked something in about like, I bought my new spell books or like something stupid. That, yeah, like, what, I've why? never seen any possessions of his. Yeah, exactly. Like, what does oh. Cal do with money? He he can't buy bibbles from the stalls for like ever, you know, hand mirrors. What the crap do well, they yeah, sell? Yeah, what if he was just flying around? He conditioner. Just, he just had like rings, every, like <laughs> every finger just loaded up with rings. Maybe Q-tips. 
He needs it for the biggest ears. Mm-hmm. You know, big Q-tips. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of stuff that he needs or wants. I mean, I'm just saying. Maybe he needs to dye his 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 uh, ear wings like that like that hair dye. Hair dye is expensive, right? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> they probably make it from some little creatures in Etheria. So. <laughs> <laughs> from 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 Lucky Blood. <laughs> Lucky Blood Blue. <laughs> Why does Lucky have blue blood? It's like acid green, like Klingons. <laughs> yeah, it just burns through stuff. It's corrosive. So is Madame Raz a good prisoner to have? Like, was that worth the effort? What is I? What is she gonna do? I don't know, but they were into it. Well, she's gonna bring the other rebels, right? She'll bring more rebels, so I they can ca- capture true. them. She's 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 one of the original five or whatever. You know, the only five rebels that go to fight wars. And I guess it's also true. She's one of the few people who knows that um, Adora is Shira. So they accidentally probably got a good prisoner. Yeah, I think it was an accident, though. I don't think they really knew, but who knows? And when Cavill's gone, Adora automatically suspects that Cowell must have gone to help her. Yeah, and there was no real drama with the whole spy accusation because Adora knows that clearly he couldn't be a spy because if he was, everyone would know she was She-Ra because he knows. Like, if oh, he, that's you true, know, if too. You're, if you're a spy... That's your biggest uh, yeah, secret y- to proffer. You're going to be telling everybody that. And the fact that they don't know means that, like, duh. Well, and then, he, could, he, could be, he could be lying about certain things. You're like, he's still a spy. He's I'm holding out on that. Yeah, he's still got some leverage. I've got, I, I got one big secret. <laughs> you won't know it. Oh, he must have gone to help Madam. Cowell? By himself? I've never seen him so hurt. He must be doing it to prove himself to us. It, it, and uh, does Broom feel no shame here? Like the... the that Madame Raz has been captured and it has not even occurred to him to say anything even weekly like, uh, sure would like to help. I just don't have any <laughs> muscles, you know? No. Like, I'm going to yeah. think about how I'm going to get over there. Broom is a rat. We know this. I, yeah, this is another one of those um, unresolved uh, threads that we could talk about later that, that I think they're going to have to wrestle with. Broom really didn't jump to her aid as fast as he should have, probably. <laughs> What, you think all brooms have to be helpful and clean up messes? I think that you are just pigeonholing him. Well, they're partners. Brooms. They're partners. They're like they're like cop partners. Kind of like a man and his gun. It's like a witch and her broom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But he does have an identity outside of Madame Raz, you know. Maybe he had some he's stuff got, to do. He's the king of the broom people, though, so. <laughs> <laughs> Unofficially. According to him, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. You, you can do this. You've been through us, Cowell. So Shira catches up to Cowell in the fright zone, and we see Lucky there. Did you see Lucky? <laughs> I I saw the plants. I couldn't see Lucky until he like until the end. Me too. I saw the colors. I saw the, I saw the colors, and I'm like, Lucky's got to be there somewhere. And I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, it's, it was on my phone, so I yeah. Yeah, so that's why I didn't see Lucky. Yeah, that's why. I that's didn't see why that. I was. That's why. Um, I probably saw Lucky. And Shira automatically believes that uh, he wasn't the spy, and I thought it was funny. She's a lot more resolute than Adora was. And then, meanwhile, we've got um, Raz being ordered to be taken somewhere called the the Horror Hall with Shadow Weaver, which I love. Yeah. I love all their names for places that the that they have the Horde. I'd love to so, watch a little spinoff thing about um, Shadow Weaver's. Uh, time uh, studying to be a mage and her turn to evil and everything. I thought that's pretty cool. 
Do you think she turned to evil? Or she, she was always evil. She turned to evil. I know I watched that uh, lightning round episode where they touched on her and Castaspella being at like magic school together, and she really mm-hmm, she sort of went to the. Why dark did side. you not say this? I did. I did. Well, it was why probably did like, you say like that? Went to magic school. Well, I started talking about how she made a giant teddy bear, and I think everybody's what? brain forgot. <laughs> yeah, I certainly don't remember. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And she, and she was always talking about how she always went to ugly she was, things. She was, she was contemporaries of with Castaspella. I'm so excited yeah, about and that. Yeah, and she and but she, you know, she wanted um, power, and and so she um, went evil. Do you remember which lightning round that was? <laughs> Go back and listen to our our show to get called up. I, yes. I have to look. I don't remember. That was lightning round batch three. You should watch that. <laughs> I think it might have been three actually. Madam, are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, my magic sense is intruders. I don't know if they're going to torture Madame Raz for information or what. Probably. <laughs> she doesn't have a lot either. Well, anyway, Hall, you don't case. know. It's, it's, I, don't, I think it's just for... Uh... Just for experimentation. <laughs> General horrors. Yes. Um, and Tongue Lasher refers to her as Rebel Hag. Yeah, that was funny. Which is funny and very insulting. <laughs> but at least we captured the Rebel Hag, Supreme One. But then also probably a great name for a band of, you know, lady witches. Rebel Hags? <laughs> yeah. It would be like Rebel Hag would be the band that would play with the Low Gully Jug Band. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, like they'd be go. like the opening act. Or kind of like how Leonard Skinner had the revelettes. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and the trolls would just, they would love, they would love Rebel Hag. It's like all shrieking, you know. <laughs> it's a, it's a, the harpies. Yeah, they would, they would totally. Oh, the harpies would be like the background singers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be great. It's a good band. They're the chorus. So we, uh, I, I liked how we saw a scene where Hordak was talking to Imp. I love how Hordak loves Imp, and he petted him at one point. I thought that was funny. He and, did? Yeah. Oh. And Cowell was watching in the shadows, and he referred to him as that little drip. That was really funny, too. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow Weaver senses intruders. Yeah, because uh, She-Ra and Cowell have snuck into the bottom of the fortress, and Cowell has very bravely flown through the freeze beams, the laser trip wires. Mm-hmm. To, dis- and t- to disable them at the switch. Good you- job, Cal. It is too late to help your friend. And soon it will be too late for you. You sound so sure of yourself. Uh, and, and does She-Ra get the boomerang here? Yeah, yeah, shit. Sword to boomerang. Yeah, I like... Sword to anything I she- want. She starts having the same problem as, uh, like, the Ninja Turtles did, where they can't be cutting on people with swords, and so she had to figure out lots of creative ways for she her to do stuff. She could the sword. Yeah. Even just hilt it, it first. It wouldn't come back to her, though. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't come back to her. Just the flat side. Maybe, maybe it was like the well, the Australians were coming to the U.S. at the time and the boomerangs got really big. Because I remember that. <laughs> yeah, remember I remember that Australia was a big deal. The, the, yeah, you would yeah. always want a boomerang when you yeah. were there? All yeah. Crocodile Dundee and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was a little bit later, I think, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so at this point, we finally see that Broom has decided to half-heartedly care. <laughs> now that they're all, they, they're well on their way to having broken out of the of the whole area, and they've got Raz in tow, and everyone's there. And then here, Broom is finally like, "Okay, I guess I ought to go see what she's doing." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, here she is. You didn't help at all, Broom." Yeah, he just showed up because they needed some uh, mounts for people to escape in in the episode. Well, I'll be. 
At least he didn't like dump her off on purpose, as he might have done, because he was the spy. Dun dun dun, twist. That is not true. That, that is, is not, not true. true, and there was not a twist. I'm sorry. Sorry to disappoint you. Imp! Let me down! Let me go! Whatever you say. We had Imp and Kyle. He grabs Imp. Oh, he gets his revenge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't drop. I guess he didn't want to kill him. Ultimate <laughs> <laughs> no revenge. It looked like it for a while. He was carrying yeah, him pretty he, high he, for pretty long. Yeah. And you're like, is he just going to drop him? Uh, I Cal thought he was going to drop me and fall in some boy. mud. Yeah, like everybody happen. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he he shoved them in another berry. I did like I did like the part where Tongue Lash was putting out his tongue and um, Madame Ray is putting it on ice. Yeah. And then it sparkled up. But then there was a later scene where it was his... He was standing there and it was sparkling. It looked like he was like throwing up glitter. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a great uh, still to buy. That's funny. That's good. So it was Imp all along. Yes, but where was Cole when we brought him his cloth? I have to admit, I'm curious myself about it. Uh, So when the the rebels get everybody back together after being successful... uh, I'm trying to remember how the scene went, but I, in my notes, like, the Twiggets still won't give it up. Okay, they did not apologize to Mm-mm. him, right? No one said, Cowl, I'm sorry, we assumed you were a spy because we're morons. Yeah, they're going to have like a lot of counseling that's needed. And Bo, also, I'm really disappointed in Bo. That was so weird to me. Can you imagine like a jury that they're on in Etheria? Like, like the, the cops are just nasty planning evidence all the time. And they're just like, what, Doi? They found the Enchanted X over in <laughs> She-Ra's hands? It's like, no, it was planted. We're arguing that it was planted. But it was there. <laughs> guilty. It and had her fingerprints on it. <laughs> we say guilty. When there's smoke, there's fire. So, so, I mean, they're just like total uh, rubes. So you can you can definitely sway a jury in Etheria. He said he's just a simple country lawyer. How could we ignore him? <laughs> oh! Did you see they had charts? Morons. Yeah. So no no apology to Cal. I think that was terrible. They should have. I still like the self-awareness for Madame Raz. Yeah, and Madame Raz finally comes clean to clear things up. I wish she would have been like, like, Cowell, you could have told them. But she did not. <laughs> no. No, there was not a lot of talking about our mistakes and what we could have done better. I mean, it seems like this is kind of like a whole relationship-changing event. I can't imagine they're the same kind of friends. I, I imagine, like, alliances could permanently change after this. Like, I could imagine, like... Cavill going samurai off on his own because of this. He should. And then the next episode should be called See You Later, Cal. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think he's I think he knows Shira and Adora know he's he's good to go. So Oh, I'd have some stink on those twiggets forever though. Yeah. I'd never forget. I'd be recommending them I for lots of suicide missions. really <laughs> <laughs> I would just do like they'd be like pooping in her shoes or something. <laughs> or that. But like who could we keep pooping in my shoes? <laughs> Cow's over there like <laughs> Sprocker's like, mm, for ingredients. <laughs> I this was all just very telling about what's in all three of our hearts because like Scott, your revenge is just like petty and just like amusing. And then Will, you're like calculating for the greater good. And me, I'm just holding bitterness in my heart forever. I'm like, oh, I'll never forget you doing Yeah, I can go with that. Yeah. I'll go with that. Carry it in a, in a little flame that never, never dies in your heart. Let your resentment grow. Mm-hmm. 
And Broom apologized. Broom apologized Did he? now that it's safe. Oh well. <laughs> he had he has to he has to avoid suspicion because we know he's the informant. Well, she might ride him like into a tree or something. Oh, right. right. Yeah, he's got to maintain a working relationship after this. That's exactly why he did that. That's a yeah. good point. You know, yeah. I was thinking I needed some kindling. He's like, no, no, we're good, Madam Raz, right? We're good. <laughs> Hi there. It's your friend Lukey again. Did you find me today? If not, here's another chance. Which, uh, are we at Lukey? Yeah, let's, let's jump over to, let's jump over to Lukey. Okay. I mean... We don't have to talk about the <laughs> What's he, his moral again? Nobody's perfect, so you should try at least. Yeah, so just do that thing that you're terrible at. Yeah, and Yoda disagrees. Do or do not, there is no try, that thing. He's no, he's no Yoda, even though he's a little creature who lives in the woods. Now, I know we had a discussion about singlets versus other clothing, but Lookie, I have just now noticed, wears overalls, but they're not over anything. Like, you're supposed to have overalls <laughs> over a t-shirt and presumably undergarments. Lookie's just like wearing overalls, no, no shirt on underneath. Uh, you've, you've, never been, you've never been in hot, hot weather and wearing overalls? You don't wear a shirt. You didn't, never, Scott, you have to tell me if in your life you have ever worn overalls yes. without a shirt. No. <laughs> yes. What year was it? 1990? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Whatever you're gonna say, yeah. Say I was gonna ask if you were pulling a if you were pulling a wagon full of sandwiches or something. <laughs> uh, and they were uh, tie dyed purple at the bottom. Whoa! No. Yeah, they were pretty bad. Yeah, I had some terrible clothing. They're called overalls, not alls. Okay, <laughs> you need to wear more clothes. <laughs> it was probably I yeah. Uh, Went down to the watering hole. I was gonna ask. Is this some, was this some frogs? Was this more of a uh, of a um? 90s uh, type of thing, or was this more of like a little kid Opie type of thing? <laughs> no, it was a 90s sort of thing, and I probably like cut the grass like that or something stupid. Okay, yeah, because right. you got to get some outrageous tan lines. You don't stay out that long. <laughs> well, you that must is have, for that idea. Yeah, I had a very, would. very small. I pro- I, 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 I'm thinking of one or two times that I actually remember doing it, and I probably didn't do it for very long because it's not very comfortable. Because, like you said, you probably you get well. You, you need get, you tell that to Lookie. Yeah. Lookie thinks you were missing the point of his moral. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to dress okay, okay, but nobody's perfect. Clearly. He's not a fashion plate either. You know, the funny thing is, pretty soon I think Lookie's going to be in a proper episode. I want to learn a little more about Lookie. No, he- you don't. Why don't you say that? Well, he's on the list. It's coming up. No. We're going to learn We're gonna learn I'm about gonna it. I'm going to redo that list. No. Is it really? Yeah. No. You're going to learn about Lookie? Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I might have to go ahead and watch that. I choose to be <laughs> ignorant. I think, but it's it's like fascinating and it's a disaster and you have to know like why you don't like him. I think it'll be interesting. I already know. I'm already aware. Okay. Well, we will watch it and tell Rebecca what happened. Okay. I'll skip yeah. that episode. <laughs> you will not. That's part of it. You have to, you have to stick, stick through he it. He picked it. He picked it. <laughs> That's you, right. You, 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 you could have had your opinion That's at the right. time. I made the didn't. spreadsheet. And you didn't. It's here. Okay. Okay, well, well, the important thing is that you tried, and we like you as a person. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, I'm ready to give my rating. <clears throat> oh, Lord. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I I was surprised. I love the premise so much, and there were a, a few good zingers in here. But I thought they just really didn't deliver on a lot of the promises that they set up, especially um some of the relationships. I think this could have been a really good story if there had been consequences for 
people's reaction to Cowell, and there and there just weren't. And I think it could have been really, really interesting. I want to see, I want to see their relationships uh, change change a little bit. And and people just acted out of character. I expected um, uh, Broom to be more interested in Madame Raz. I expected Bo to be more interested in Cowell. And so because of that confusion, and because you know this one was a little bit boring, even though we have a good time talking about it, I would I would give this one a. I don't know. I'm gonna give this a 1.9. Ooh. One, yeah. Um, a 1.9 gush fruits. Okay, I was gonna say 2.5. I was gonna, I was gonna start going lower. I'm in a bad mood too, so I'm just gonna start rating everything. Real low. <laughs> you can go lower than that if you want. 2.2. Think, think lucky. Yeah. Think lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I, I already told you about the overalls. Boom. Okay. What are your misgivings? I mean the same. Yeah. I, I feel that um, they do such a good job with the stories of the rebellion and talking about realistic conflicts that you and actually this was have. A rebellion story. When you are having, when you're mounting a war, like you know, when you're mounting a rebellion, they've actually done a really good job of having realistic conflicts, and this mm-hmm. could have been that, and it wasn't. So and I'm kind of uh, sad. Undelivered potential so far is a theme we're seeing. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing with me. Scott, how how are you feeling? Yeah, I was thinking two. I was gonna go uh, 2.1. Yeah, I was hitting right around there. I don't know. It was just. It was the episode was just weird to me. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I think it may be because they tried to focus on a secondary character so much, and I didn't really. I wasn't really invested in Cowl or like how he felt. As, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like you know, because you're. He seemed like as you know, he's in some episodes and not other ones, and. It's just not. They expected they yeah they expected the, you the investment's to. not there. They expected you to have an investment that they didn't try to um, earn in the episode. Yeah, like, yeah, like like you said, there were some things like the, with the bow thing, and then like, and the twiggets were so like, let's murder him, and you're like, what? <laughs> no, like what are you doing? Like this guy's been loyal to us for like 20 years. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seemed. Get out of here! Yeah, they needed to choose again. Again, they needed to ch- to choose. Is this going to be a serious thing? We're going. We're going to um, you know, respect respect the promises made in the story, or we're just going to act like it's not going to happen. And they chose the latter, and 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 so we're going to punish them for it. They're they're, they're, they're <laughs> well, going to be very upset to look in their I, time machine in the future and see <laughs> that our dumb podcast <laughs> gave them like twos or something. It's like, well, we did a little better in the dial mug episode, probably because they forgot about that one, but. But anyway, the, the, the robots were pretty cool. Yeah, and the, and the important thing is we had fun making fun of them. Yeah, and 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 that's part of the fun of the shows because we don't we don't know what's going to happen and, and we're watching this for people and and there were robots. Yeah, <laughs> and there were the robots. End. The end. <laughs> the end. And we're done. All right. Well, that's our show for today. Next week we'll be reviewing the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. Holy Tony- moly! already uh tune in to see if david bowie and bing crosby join the rebellion if you'd like to follow along with the show you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com if you have any questions or comments for us to discuss you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com you can also follow us on facebook or twitter and subscribe to the show on itunes or instagram that's true we want to thank you for listening and please remember you do not want to impanel the twiggets on a jury. Bump, bump.
was cold when we brought him his cloth. I have to admit, I'm curious myself about it.